Okay, fine. Let's go. We've been learning, we've been learning like different sugyas of Rabbi Nachman. We've been trying to connect it a little bit lately to the Zman, to the Parsha. So we'll continue that, Mahalach. So in Torah Rishud Zayn, we're going to do some short little Torahs tonight. Try to combine it, discuss a little bit. So Rabbi Nachman says in a very, very, very short Torah, Rishud Zayn, Starts of Zichru Torah's Moshe. It's a pasuk in Malachi, the Navi Malachi. And if you look at the letters carefully in Zichru Torah's Moshe, if you look at the at the Rashi tables, the first letter of each of the words, you see a Zayin, a Tuf, and a Mem. So it says Rabbi Nachman Rashi Tevos Tamas. So you switch around the letters, the Tes, I'm sorry, the Tuf of Torah, Toras, the Mem of Moshe, and the Zayin of Zichru spells Tamas, which is the month that we're in. But it's missing a vav, because usually Tammuz is spelled Tav Mem Vav Zayn, Tammuz. So it says Rabbi Nachman Ki Oz, B'Tammuz, because by Tammuz, Tzurichim Lahamshich HaZikaron Lasakin HaShikha. Specifically in the month of Tammuz, which we're in, we need to draw down Lahamshich, we need to draw down Zikaron. Zikaron means what? Remembrance. Remembrance. Zeicher. To be misakin to fix shikha, to fix up forgetfulness. There's some something in the air of Tammuz that is filled with forgetfulness, and therefore we need to draw in zikar. Says Rabbi Nachman, ki oz because by Tammuz many many years ago, nishav hashikha, shikha forgetfulness was created when. Through the Luchos, we know the Luchos were broken in Tamas. Shavasar the first of the five calamities that we fast and we mourn on Shavasar Batamas, the first of the five is the breaking of the Luchos. Why did Moshe Bain break the Luchos? Because there's an eagle. That means the day we sometimes forget this, sometimes we only think that Shavasar Batamas is the day of the Luchos. Shavasar Batamas is the day of the eagle, as of. That was the day of the Egel Azov. And Moshe Rabbeinu came down and he saw them besimcha dancing around the Egel, the Pasuk says. And many different Mepharshim explained what Moshe was thinking, why he did what he did. But he smashed the Luchas, he broke it down. And we know the Gemara tells us that a Kaddish Baruch was masked him to such a thing. The last words in Kol Tarakul is, is Chazal tells us that a Kaddish Baruch says, Ayasha Koyach, that's, where, that's the source. When a person says, Yasher Koyach, Meaning you're koach, you're, you should be straight, you should go weiter. So Chazal tells Asher Yasher Kochacha Asher Shibarta. Chazal tells that one of the crowning achievements of Moshe Rabbeinu's life was the fact that he broke the luchos and the Kaddish Baruch said Yasher Koyach. It was good that you did that. Again, different mafarshim, not for now. Why that was such a big union? But I'll upon him from the breaking of the luchos in Tammuz Nishava Shecha, forgetfulness started. As he brings a Gemara, Kamosham Rabbu Sainu Zacharon of Racha Kazal, tell us. The Gemara in Erevin says, Ilmoli, if it was not for the fact that the first Luchos were broken, Lo Nishtakha Torah Misrael. Torah would never be forgotten from Kalaiso. So therefore, you see what? The opposite. I'm not saying the opposite is true. That from the fact that the Luchos were broken, that's where forgetfulness started. Right? He's just learning it the other way. If not for the fact that the luchos are broken, if they weren't broken, we never would have forgotten Torah. 
But now that they are broken, says Rabbi Nachman the Dikas, but now that they were broken, forgetfulness started. So that happened in Thomas. So, Valkain Chaser Vav Mitamas. So therefore, in the Remez, Zichru Torah's Moshe, which is Rashi Teilus Tamas, it's missing the Vav. Why? What's the Vav? When the luchos are broken, the vav went away. What's the vav? The luchos were a bechin of the vav. They looked like a vav. The Gemara tells us, Gemara The length of the luchos were six. Six tvachim, which is what letter? Vav. Verachban, and their width was also shisha, also a vav. So the whole inion of the luchos, they looked, they looked like a vav. That was the shape. So their whole inion was the vav. But since the luchos were broken, which means the vav, the luchos, were taken away, therefore Tamas, the Rashi Tevos, Zichru Taras Moshe, which is the remnants of Tamas, is missing a vav. Zichru Taras Moshe. During Tamas, Zichru, we need a zikarum. Because the Torah that Moshe brought down, he had to break. Rebbe says another remez. Gam zman matan Torah Also Rashi Tevos, Tamus. Backwards, you see that? Zman matan Torah Seinu is Tamus backwards. Keep it Tamus nitnu aluchos. Because on Tamus the luchos were given. Right? Originally by Harsina, by Sivan, the luchos were not given. Kaddish Baruch said, Two of the Dibros, that Moshe Beno had to chazer over and say the Dibros, but they weren't given to us yet. But that's, this Rashi Tevis is also missing of because then the Luchos were broken. In Tamas, they were specifically broken. They came down and then they were taken out of the world. So Tamas is missing of Vav. Tamas is missing a Zikaron of Torah. Shehem bechin is vav. The luchos are the vav. So Menachem is telling us that Tamas is a very powerful month. It's very sad because the luchos broke. We have now shikha. We have forgetfulness. But there's a strong avoda that we need to work on during Tamas. Is called zikar. He doesn't even say what that is. He leaves a blank. Well, remember what? What are we remembering? What are we doing? He doesn't say. So. <clears throat> It's interesting that the, as we said, Yud Zayin Tamas, Shavasar is when the Eagle was happening. Now in Yichaz, we know where that name Tamas comes from. All the, all the, the Chadashim, the months, the names are not Jewish names. They come from actually Goyish term, names from Bavel. And the name Tamas, which is very interesting, I don't think this is the source, but there's one other time it says Tamas in Tanakh. In Yechezkel, Tamas is the name of an Avodah Zarah. It's the name of an Avodah Zarah. Not of Kali Israel, But it's the name of an Avodah Zarah. And Tamas is this man that the Egel Zav happened. And Tamas is the time that the... Tamas is the name of an Avodah Zarah. An Avodah Zarah means there's a, a big forgetfulness. When a person's doing Avodah Zarah, what's he forgetting? Which is the worst. Right? Which is the worst forgetfulness. Now... A year later, after the Egel Azov, one year later, I believe 
Well, we know. Let's work backwards. A year later, on the ninth of Av, what happened? Second year on the Midbar, the Maragam came back with their report. Right? This was Tishabov. So they were sent, we know how many days did they travel for? Am I know? 40. 40 days. So if you work backwards, when were they sent? Brishkodesh Tamas, basically. It's funny that Moshe Rabbeinu is sending them in Tamas, which is not the best month of, for Klal Yisrael. Tamas was when he originally was up in Morim getting the Luchos, when Klal Yisrael was getting nervous that Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't coming back. And a year later, again in Tamas, he does something big. He sends them to Raglam, and we know it ended pretty bad. And these are people who forgot about Eretz Yisrael. And then Kaddish Baruch made them forget because for 40 years, that whole generation had to die out in the Midbar. So you see, Tamas is this whole Indian of, of, of forgetting. So what, what is this forgetting? What's the Zikar? So turn over. So we're going to see a different turn of Nachman. We're going to see a paragraph. Maybe we'll see more. So turn in Dalid. I'm not really going to read the Psokim. Look at Osalf. He says like this. person needs to guard Zikaron. Zikaron classically is understood as, again, a remembrance, a memory. Right? You have to hold on to your memories. So it doesn't fall to Shech. If you let your guard down, if something happened in the past and you're not chazering it over and you don't have pictures and you don't have any videos, it's, it's going to be forgotten. Bechinas misas halev. It's called the death of the heart. Question number one. What's question number one? I was going to wait to the end, but I can't control myself. You have to hold on to zikaron so it doesn't fall to shikha. Says Rabbi this is called bechinas misas halev. No, ask a question. Meaning, what should it have said? Misas adas. Misas adas. A misa of the brain. Not the heart. We're talking about remembering here. I use my brain to remember, not my heart. Your heart is what feels it. What do you mean? Meaning that's where your emotion comes from. So what does it do with memory? Because if you don't have a memory, if you feel a certain way about it, then your connection is different. Okay, okay. I think we're almost there. Almost. Listen, I can't be so easy on you. Mm. Make me work for it. Yeah, that's what we do over here. This isn't candy. My kids. The Ikar Zikaron. Let's go. We'll come back to the answer in a minute. The Ikar Zikaron. Now, what would you say? It's that. Don't read the rest. Don't read the rest. The Ikar Zikaron. The main remembrance. The main memory a person has to hold on to. What would you think the answer is? Kodesh Baruch maybe. But that's that's not so okay. It's already. You're in a different uh, category over here. You learn below, you know. Classically, let me ask you a question. Azikaron. Over, hover, or osid. Over is past, hover is present, osid is future. Azikaron. A remembrance, a memory is usually? Past. Usually past. A remembrance, something that happened in the past. Right? Yes? That's every time we say that. We speak about memory. We speak about remembrance. Says Azikaron, who lives what? The main remembrance of our life is to remember... Tomid constantly, ba'amadase. What's amadase? 
Alma. Alma Abba. The next world. What? What kind of remembrance is that? I was never. I haven't been there. What's he talking about? The greatest remembrance is uh, I don't know, like when I was in uh, you know eighth grade and I was like ripping it up on the courts or something. Like that was the top of my career, you know. That's what you keep with me to give me confidence. Ever since eighth grade, I was it. I used to be the tallest guy. I never was able to dunk, but like whatever. It was good times. The Ica remembrance is is the Alma the Ussi. I haven't been there yet. I, I, what kind of remembrance is that? That a person never, should never have in his mind. That there's only one world. Don't think that. There's more than one world. There's an Alma There's an Alma Habbo. And the more one's mind is Dovuk, cleaves, he's thinking about constantly. The next world. That makes a Yichud of. Hashem Elokai, like the Pasuk above, Hashem Elokai Gedaltamot. And he explains a little bit what that is, Hashem Elokai, but we don't have to go into that right now. So we're talking about Zikaram. Tammuz is the month of Shecha. It's the month of forgetfulness. We need to, says Rabbi Nachman, you need to hamshich. You need to draw on Zikaram. So, we're, so we're, we're, what does Rabbi Nachman say Zikaram is? So we're going to Torah Nundal, we're trying to figure it out. Rabbi Nachman says the Iker Zikaram is about the Amadasi. The futuristic world. So two questions we ask. Number one, what does it mean, Misa Salev? Why is forgetfulness of Misa Salev? It should be Misa Samalach, a forgetfulness from the mind. It's usually where memory is. He'll give a partial answer. And the second question is what? Why is memory referring to Korintah Rebbe as a futuristic, seemingly a futuristic event and not a past event? The main zikaron of our life, you know what he should have said? Zeichel Yitzhak Mitzrayim. That's what we say all the time. Zeichel Yitzhak Mitzrayim. What is it? What's it going on over here? So, what, is, what happens when a person thinks about a memory in the past? It's getting a little frustrating. What happens when a person's thinking about a memory in the past? Like what, what's, the, what's, the, what's the purpose of a memory? I'm living in the now. I'm thinking about something good in the past. People think about a lot of bad things in the past also, which is a problem. I'm, let's just say I'm speaking, thinking about a good thing in the past. And it a little bit brings me back to that place, a little bit, each person differently, depending on how emotional it was at the time, depending on who you are in your imagination, right? All the different factors. But it brings the emotions that were then and the thoughts to the now. I'm not living in the past. I mean, there are people who do that also. That's, that's, that's sad. Right? The people who just literally live in the past, they're just always remembering the good, the good old days. But not to live with, just to complain about the now and just to think about the, the then. No, but a, but a good usage of memory is to think, about the, to think about the good old days, but to bring it into the now. To try to become a little bit emotional now. Right? Therefore, if one forgets an old memory... Then it's a misasa. Leave. You've killed off that experience. You can't bring your heart to that place anymore. You forgot about it. The memory has lost its its potential. Yeah. Now, if the goal 
I think that we agree. You could, you could disagree with me, but I think the goal is, is that we live in the now. But again, we don't, we don't live in the past. When I'm thinking of memory of the past, the goal is not to live in the past. The goal is to live in the now with what? Through the past. Bringing the past in to help me. Whether it's to guide me, whether it's to give me good feelings, whether, whatever it is, but it's to take it from the past, bring it to the now, and then live weiter. You've got to move forward. We're not living in 1975 anymore. We're living in 2000, whatever we're in. I always forget the year. 2022? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I, I always forget it. Now, if that's true, if that's the tachas maybe of memory, to take what was and bring it to the now to live proactively, so then maybe we could say that the real tachlis, to ikr memory, like Rabbi Nachman saying, is a remembrance of something more powerful than what's in the past. We bring from the past to help us propel us to the future. What happens if we bring in the future to pull us there? The greatest memory to bring into the now, to live with, that propels us, that gives us the chizik and the koach to move on, is that there's Amadas. That there is another world. That there is something else. There's going to be an Olam Haba. Another world. And we're going to see, I think, it doesn't just mean the Olam Haba. Of course it does mean that. But not just that. There's other types of Amadas. Right? So therefore, we understand that we want to live now with the tachlis in mind. Right? What's the goal? Is it better to live now with the goal in mind and heart? Or is it better to live now with the past experiences? It's better to live with the goal because now I have, I have something to pull me to guide me. It's a guide. Right? Wait, you get to live with both, really. Hmm? You really get to live with both because it really what was is what will be. Right? Could be. All right, buddy. Why don't you wonder what are you saying over there? No, <laughs> philosophically, uh, I can say a lot of words too. It was there. Where, where? Amadasi. You talking about in the Olam Hashemos where we came from? Yeah. Ah, okay. So maybe you live in uh, Gilgulim, no. you know, over there, on that side of the tracks. Could, but that, that's how we it has to be something. One second. Has to be something that we can, we can fathom. That we can, even though I'll, even though we've never been to Olam Haba, it has to be something that's. Well, it is because. Okay, so are. you're saying okay, no, so fine. We are, but we can be. Okay. You could do it now. Fine, fine. Right. Yeah. I'm just trying to understand how calling it a memory. If, if I haven't, I, I don't know that I've experienced it. Is it maybe a memory something I learned in school? So zikara means a remembrance. Remembrance. So there doesn't have to be... Remembrance doesn't have to be something that's in the past. There's something that, that I know about that I want to keep in mind. That's a remembrance. Okay. So it could be something futuristic. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And I want to keep that in mind. Oh, oh Chaim's got something big no, over here. Just, no, just, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 smiling, no. you know? So if, if, the, um, if the memory is charged with an emotion, right? So they like that Hopefully. Right, hopefully. Yeah. So we, we experience um, something. It's charged with emotion in the future. 
when the time comes, let's say something else happens in the present where I am right now, I'll remember that memory and just charge it with an emotion, but in the future with something that we have never experienced yet, really. So how do we charge, how are you like bringing us to the, that place where we've never experienced it without an emotion? It's deep, man. <laughs> so that's going to be, what's the answer to that? You have, have to, I mean, I don't know. What's the answer to this? Kind of asking a good question. Seemingly the past experience that had an emotion is really stronger than something futuristic. Because we were there already. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you stay with that mahalach. That's fine. You stay strong. Let's ask a question. I think, I think this is going to bring us to what, another point that I wanted to say. It's going to answer another question. Let's see. So I was thinking... I'll, hopefully I'll remember to come back, but... It's just a memory. You don't remember it. <laughs> it's just a memory. In this week's Parsha, let's tie everything together, yeah? So we have the incident of the Benos Lofchad. Right, the Benos Lofchad were five daughters of a man named Slavchad. He had died. And in this week's Parsha, Klaus was getting ready to split up the Nachla, split up Eretz Yisrael into the tribal portions, and then each family within the tribe got a certain portion. <clears throat> So the Benos Lofchad came and their father had died and there were no brothers. And they said to Moshe Rabbeinu, do we get, can we get the portion of our father? Or is it only boys? So Moshe Rabbeinu goes to Kaddish Baruch Hu, and Kaddish Baruch Hu says, yes, they get the portion. Fine. Chazal tells us that the women, the five daughters of Slavchad, were not driven because of their business acumen. They're not into real estate. They didn't want to make parnas. That's not the Indian. What does Chazal say? Why were they driven? They loved Eretz Yisrael. There was a Chavivus. Where'd they get that Chavivus from? Chazal say. They came from Menashe, whose father was... Yosef. Yosef. Hey, let's go. I know that was in Precious. It was a long time ago, but there's certain things we have to remember. I asked, where was it? It was last Thursday night. I asked uh, the guys, I said... Um, we were talking about Lavan. <laughs> you remember this? We were talking about Lavan. And I was talking about how Lavan was, was, was so tricky, manipulative, whatever it was. I said, but the problem with Lavan was the whole, a lot of the tricks of Lavan was that there was good in him. He hosted Yaakov Avinu, like there was some good in him. I said, who is, ya- who is Lavan's grandkids? I was thinking like, who was Lavan's grandkids? Who was it was like, Named Ben Who are Lovin's grandkids? The tribe. The Shvatim. No one there like, they're like, what? Yes, Lovin's grandchildren was Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda. And the rest of the, the gang. And I'll go put them. So yes, Menashe's father is Yosef. Okay, back to reality. So Chazal say that they, they, there was a Chavivas because Yosef Tzadik said, I want my bones brought there to Israel. I don't want to be buried in Mitzrayim. They understood from there that there was a certain chavivus that, that Yosef Tzadik had for Eretz Yisrael. He wanted to be buried there. So these daughters, these great-grandchildren, whatever, of Yosef, they all had a chavivus. They all had a love of the land. But the problem is, Yosef Tzadik was in Eretz Yisrael. He lived there for 17 years. Then he was sent into exile. Right? He's the first one who was sent into exile. He was sold down to Mitzrayim. He got to go back momentarily to bury Yaakov. But then he went right back to Mitzrayim. But every day, you can imagine, he was yearning to go back there to Israel, the place of, of Avram, Isaac, and Yaakov. That's where he wanted to be. So he was always yearning to get back there. But the Benos Slavchad, 
They weren't ever there. Same question as Chaim. They were never there. What do you mean they had a chavivus? To what? They never touched the land. Maybe the Misa Salev is uh, the dying of like the aspiration where you're like, where you know something good is coming in the future, so you're like, you don't want the dying of that. You don't want to just give up to not look to a brighter future. Just be like, eh, whatever. No, for sure. For sure. The Misa Salev is also on the futuristic type. Right, because if you think about the future, you get such a You just get driven to go there. I don't know. Like There's a certain hope. There's an even deeper drive for the future. If you have the belief, it takes a moon and be talking. Baruch tells Avin Yaakov, I'm giving you Eretz Yisrael. And they, and they lived there. And it got passed down <coughs> to... Moshe and Aharon and to all of Bnei Israel and on Kaddish Baruch if you look at the parasha in Shemos the first thing Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu is I'm taking the people out to go to Eretz Yisrael that's what he says not to get the Torah to go to Eretz Yisrael so there was always this hope this yearning this longing for Eretz Yisrael even though they were never there before but sometimes it's even deeper sometimes it's even deeper if you really believe it it can be, it can be um, infinite. When you're somewhere, it, be, it, gives, it gives it a finite experience. I was there. I want to go back there. It was so gishmak, but it's finite. Sometimes, right, the advertisement for the steak is much better than the steak itself. Mm. True? Not always. No, I'm saying not always. Not Sometimes the the thought, the yearning, the longing for something which is infinite because there's nothing finite, you haven't experienced it yet, so it can, you imagine Gan Eden in this steak and then you taste it, you're like, it's not good, I've had one of these before. I thought it was going to be so much better. So even though Chaim's right that the past had an actual emotion and a memory can bring back that emotion while the future does not have yet an emotion's that we've experienced potentially and this is what Menachem is saying if we can get there it's not simple like think about the future like oh I'm there now if you can if you really believe in, in the Amada Asi you can you can draw in a hope a longing and a yearning for something so much bigger like Yaakov was saying and it can draw it can pull you much more powerfully than the past experience right a person a person Who's, who's, who's building a company, yes, he's done well in the past and that's going to spur him on. Like, I've done well, I'm going to keep going. But there's that, that goal, that big goal at the end, that big aspiration. Not always, but has the ability to pull him <coughs> much stronger than that in the past. Zikar. You need both. We need to live with both. So the Alma Da'asi by the Beno Slavchad was Eretz Yisrael. It wasn't Olam Haba. Their Alma Da'asi, that next world, was Eretz Yisrael. The Amadasi that we have to live with every day is on one hand, Klali is Alamaba. But Prati, it doesn't necessarily have to be Alamaba. It can be something else. Ramon Nachman says in, in Nandalit, actually I didn't, I didn't quote the right, I didn't uh, print out the page for that. Ramon Nachman says that 
based on the fact that the Iker Zikaron is Alma Asi, he says there's two ways. There's Klali and Prati, generally and specifically, to work on this. He says that when a person wakes up in the morning, so he says, right away, Modani, he doesn't say this, but I'm just adding it in, Modani, thinking about Alma there's a goal, there's a tachlas, there's something at the end of this corridor. Set your day. What's the tachlas of my day? That there is something else, something bigger, to grow towards, to work towards. Most people live in the morning with the regrets from yesterday. Just sick. It's a sickness. It's a chaval. It's a sickness. That's why they can't get up in the morning. Why do people not be able to get up in the morning? Because they're living with yesterday's pain. Right? The problem with memory is that it also brings back it also brings back yesterday's emotions into today. Holds us back. Shackles us. Why can't you get up in the morning? Why do the little kids they can just get up and they're like they're fresh? My kid was up four times last night. You wake her up, she's ready to rock. Because she's got no issues. It's gonna be an amazing day. Let's roll. As you get older, there's more emotional baggage. True? But if a person would wake up with, with huge aspirations, today's the day, it's going to be amazing. No, n- no specific goal, because that already gets dangerous, because if you don't hit the goal, then you're done. Just, today's going to be a great day, I'm working towards a big goal, we're building. I'm with the Aussie. You can get up, fresh, let's go, let's do, let's build, let's work. Let's energize. Zariz, that's where Zariz comes from. So Nachman says, first thing in the morning, set your whole day. There's an alam There's something else. There's something bigger. Doesn't, I don't think prati. You get into prati, you're going to start thinking about yesterday. You're thinking about last week. I have this problem. I have that problem. No, none of that stuff. Chloe, there's an alam and there's something to grow for. There's something to work for. And then he says, and this is my understanding, is that once you, once you set the day, you've set the focus. Which, by the way, the word zecher, zikaron, zayin chaf resh, zecher, right? I like to make, I like to make Ramazan by switching around letters. Zayin chaf resh is also resh chaf zayin. Backwards, right? What's resh chaf zayin? Rikuz. I know. I think I'm right, I didn't look it up, I'm pretty sure. It means focus. Because what's, what's the futuristic Zecher? What's the Ikrzi Karan? That futuristic thought of Amadasi that focuses your whole day. That gives you a mission statement. Yesterday's memory is a prat. This good thing happened in my life. And you're trying to bring it in. That's beautiful. That doesn't give you a focus. Right? The real Zikaron, the Amadasi, gives, gives you a focus. What to work towards. Klali. There's something bigger and better. There's a Bariolam. That's the Iker remembrance. And he has an Alma Asi waiting for me. The big Olam Haba that's coming, but also whatever my Drega person's on, there's always other my Dregas. You know, like video games, I like to use, you know. Every video game has, you know, the, not every video game, but has guys and you have like, you're on level one strength and level two strength and you get the sword and then it's level one sword, level two sword, right? all these games. You're always moving up in levels. Those are, every levels, if I'm on level one, level two is the Alma Asi. Yes? So whatever we are in life, there's always an Amad Asi from where we're holding. 
It's called Olam Haba. Again, there's the big Olam Haba, which is true. But then every moment of, every level that we're on, in, in so many things, in, in my patience, in my happiness, in my learning, in my davening, in my you know, social skills, in my being a father, being a husband, everything, we have levels. Level six husband, level four learning, level 10 davening. Everything has an Amadasi. So Amadasi, just that optimistic thought of growth, of just there is another Madrega. That itself gives you a focus. Right? And Rabbi Nachman says, if you have that focus, then he says, you want to know what's prati? He says, pay attention. Pay attention, he says. Because the Kodesh Baruch is going to send you hints. If you make your focus, the Amadasi, general growth, optimistic growth, he says, pay attention, because the Kodesh Baruch will send you hints in the areas of machshava thought, Dibor speech and Misa action, all guiding you towards that Amadasi. Prati. This thought, either delve into it or say, no, no, this is something that's also, I can't think about it. This speech, that speech, this action, everything in your day can and will be used for that Amadasi. Right? If that's your focus, the Amadasi, ev- literally every moment could be used. To walk towards that Amadasi, yes or no? Every, every moment, Mamish. Every breath you take could be taking you towards that next step. Because everything in my, my, my being is helping me get that Amadasi in my life. That's what Ramanachan says. So it's Koli and Prati. You have to, that's why you have to wake up in the morning with that, with that Koli. That my focus today is Amadasi. Big picture. And believe it. I mean, because if you don't believe it, if it's not in your heart, if it's only in your mind, it's not going to work. It has to be in your heart. It has to be real. Because if it's in your heart and it's real, right? mind is not real. Heart is real. When it's in your heart and it becomes a little bit emotional, like today's going to be a good day, then you have the potential to, to pay attention to the signs. Because the signs all day are coming, hitting us in the face. But we're not a keli for the signs because we don't have that focus, we don't have that rikas, we don't have that zikaron of amadasi. And therefore, we miss every sign. We don't have that guide. We don't have that Torah. That's what the Torah is. That's what happened when Moshe Bina broke the Luchos. The first Luchos, if we would have kept them, we would have forever had a guide that we never would have forgotten. And we, every moment of every day, we'd be walking to the Amad Asi without having to think about it. But once he broke the Luchos, those first Luchos that a Kaddish Baruch himself wrote and fashioned, once he broke those, there came a period of forgetfulness. And now we forget about the Amadasi, we forget about the Torah, and then we remember the Torah, remember the Amadasi, and we go through this process of life, back and forth. So Thomas is a time where we have to be thinking about this Amadasi. Om Haba, Eretz Yisrael, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Torah, right? This all, Thomas is a, big, is a big month. A lot of things happen. We need to add the Vav. We need to bring the Vav back into Thomas. Zichra Torah Moshe, Zvamat and Torah saying with the Vav. So that's this, the three weeks period that we, sh- we just started. One of the, one of the main avodas now is zikar. Yearnings, longings for the future. For Eretz Yisrael. For Geul, for Mashiach, for Yushalayim. Right? To bring with the tzaddikim. To, to take some time during these three weeks. To, you, you need to do it. It doesn't just happen. You need to take time with, for the zikar. To think a holy dimyan. 
holy dimyonos, holy imagination. Think about what's going to be like with the base of And also each day, think about what's the focus of today. Kloli, Amadalsi. Positive, grown. I wish we saw